So I realized that I can do it so many hours and I love it. And if I am confident and focused and brave enough to say, fuck, I love this and go for it, I'm going to get everything around. The traveling is going to come. The adventure is going to come. You know, yeah. I, just, I just figured out that I was not brave enough before to say I, I love it all my life. Right. But, I, but I was not brave enough to say I love it too much and I was afraid to fail. Hello and welcome to the first episode of One Life Happy, where we look at the backgrounds and routines of people pursuing their dreams with the purpose of giving you the tips and advice to pursue yours. In today's episode, I'll be interviewing Dimita, known for his stage name, Dean is Home. It is Dean's dream to become a full-time recognized musician and to travel the world playing his music and seeking adventure. Dean is one of the hardest workers I know, and I'm very excited to get into the tactics and strategies that he uses to set and achieve his goals. So please enjoy, sit back and relax. Please subscribe to this podcast and enjoy episode number one. Hello, everybody. My name is Dean Ishom or Dimitar. I'm 25 years old. I come from Bulgaria, from a really small city in the mountain near Sofia, one hour away from the capital. I started doing music when I was 13. 13? Like first uh, with, a, with a high school band. We had a punk band. And uh, I started as a guitarist singer of this, this band and um, played through whole high school. I didn't know I'm going to be playing music after, after school. I didn't know I'm going to be making money out of it or living the did life I'm living. Did you teach yourself right guitar too? No, I did uh, two years of, uh, almost two years of guitar lessons. Okay. Basically, when I said to my parents, yo, <laughs> I want to play music, they were like, no way. Because also, you know, in Bulgaria, the... You know, it's, it's one thing that uh, it's a risky idea and doesn't sound great for you, you know, your future. It's also Bulgaria, it's not really the, the best economic place, so my parents didn't want me to go in this thing. We didn't know, me and my family, we didn't know any successful musician. Right. Any friend that was, you know, not... So are there some famous Bulgarian musicians? Yes, yes, yes. The, like we had some uh, good uh, famous musicians, but uh, it it was a scary idea. So they said no, and I started saving up my food money for school for my guitar, okay. and I saved for like half a an year. And then I told my parents, I saved this money. I want a guitar. I want to play music. And they were like, Wow, you're disciplined. We got a guitar, and they were like, If you're gonna play guitar, you're gonna go to lessons. Okay. And so this is still when you were 13 before joining the band? Before, and actually on my second lesson, I already met uh, two other musicians. So we were like, oh, let's, let's make a band. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had a band, and then I left the band, and I made my old band, and uh, the whole dreaming started. But I was preparing myself to be a, a doctor in high school. I was in medical, medical school, and uh, I was, uh, you know, in Bulgaria, if you want to get into the best medical school as a lot of other countries, you go to special classes to get in. And I did those special classes for three years in high school. And then in 12th grade, I tell to my parents, no, I'm not going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a musician. And I, you know, eh, switched up. And like my, my, my father was, my parents were so scared. My father didn't, he he stopped talking to me for like a little bit, like almost two years, like, like he the, really wanted you to pursue. He was really disappointed. 
professional, right? Yeah, in, yeah. In, in the sense of the word. Yeah. yeah. So, but I get into music school. I get accepted into music school as uh, first as a guitarist, sound engineer. Then I switched to drums. Okay. In <laughs> Bulgaria, like in at Bulgaria, a college university. Yes. And okay. New Bulgarian University, which is the the new multimedia university, whatever. And from there, you know, I, I still didn't know what I was doing when I get into the university. But the first park that I want to be, and I will be a musician, went when I went to America, which was two years after I get into the uni. I That was really famous for, you know, Eastern Europe for uh, students to uh, take a working visa for one summer and you go to the States and you work one summer doing some, you know, some general labor. Like I was cutting grass in the beginning. Okay. And, you know, I was in upstate New York and my city, Saratoga Springs, was uh, full with a lot of musicians and it was a really musical place. And this is where I heard some of my favorite musicians on the street and where I started playing on the street myself. Okay, and so you had your guitar, you started busking in upstate New York. I was busking with the buckets, with two buckets first. Okay, okay. I was a bucket drummer, uh, and then I started playing also my songs. I was not really confident in my songs when I went there. Is yeah. that when you first started writing music too? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. I had a few songs, I wrote like four songs for my whole high school, maybe. I didn't write that many songs. And when I went to America, I just saw so many people writing and having confidence in their own music. And I was like, fuck it, I can do it. Yeah. I'm going to do my thing. And everything switched. Like uh, after I went back from America, I, I decided I'm going to be pursuing my dream. And what this uh, manifested was I, I recorded my album myself. When I came back, it took me almost one year to record my first album. So then you moved to Berlin. Is, no, you, it was... Uh, there was a few years in a there. A few years traveling. I joined a few bands. I played in other parts of Germany. It, it was... I mean, for me coming to Berlin doing music, it was not one decision that just happened out of nothing. It, just, it, it, it was part of a lot of decisions. A lot of tiny little uh, try and error. Right. So I can build my confidence to, to come here. Because uh, when I came to Berlin this year, in the winter, I didn't know anyone. I, it was zero people that I know right. and zero thing that I know about Germany, not Germany, about Berlin. Right. Before that, first I joined another band in Essen, Germany, two years ago. And I, I was there as a drummer and a banjo player. And eventually I built up my confidence that Germany is a place that I can play music and I want to be. And, you know, okay. it's a long story, right. <laughs> long story coming to here. When you found out that you really, really wanted to pursue music, how did you know that it was your life's work? I'll like, tell you. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great yeah. topic, great question. You know, I'm 25 years old right now, I said, and um, when you're in your 20s, first you don't know what you want exactly. You have no idea what you want. And uh, you, then you start building up some ideas. Maybe I want to be a musician or maybe I want to be a designer or maybe I want to be an entrepreneur. Maybe I want to be this. And you kind of trying different things. I figured out when I was 23, 22 that I want to travel and I want to experience, experience things. I figured out the best way for me to get more input is to try things. And I was trying different things for two, three years, just doing everything that is connected to traveling and to adventure and also music. 
And last year, I remember I get my I had a job on a cruise ship in Norway as a drummer for a cover band, and um, I was doing only music every night for five weeks. And I realized this is all I love, and that everything is gonna build up around it. Like if and like I figure out I can do it every day for ten hours a day because I was playing five hours every night. So I, I recorded an album in my tiny little room while playing every night for five hours. Right. So I realized that I can do it so many hours and I love it. And if I am confident and focused and brave enough to say, fuck, I love this and go for it, I'm going to get everything around it. The traveling is going to come. The adventure is going to come. You know, yeah. I, just, I just figured out that I was not brave enough before to say I, I love it all my life. Right. But, I, but I was not brave enough to say I love it too much and I was afraid to fail. You know, because it's such a, to say, I want to be a musician, there's such a burden of, you know, there's such a big chance of failing. Right. So it's like, you you kind of fooling yourself, I like it, but I don't love it a lot much. You know? Right, right. Because there's such a risk of, of unknown and failure on the other yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. But I realize I want to do it and it's going to work. There's no other way. And you know what? There's another thing I want to say. It's like, uh, we're all gonna die anyways. I mean, I'm gonna die, you're gonna die, oh, every, every viewer is... Uh, it's, <laughs> anyway, you're not gonna die soon, I hope. But my point is that we're all gonna go there, and we're all getting there. So before that, can we just please try, do what we love to do? Like, do what makes you happy. Yeah, it's just one moment in your life, I, I'm sure every one of you that's watching this had this moment that you experience things and it just clicks and be like, I love that. I'm really happy doing that. Right. You have to find it, what makes you happy. So that's a process on its own. And then once you find that, you just have to overcome the fear that comes with whatever that makes you happy, right? I think the, the biggest fear is to say, I love it, you know, because it's risky. It, to love something is to risk. Whatever makes you happy and whatever is on the other end, there's always a risk of failure. One quote from Casey Neistat, one of my favorite YouTubers and probably yeah, yours yeah. also. He, I found him uh, a year ago and uh, watching his videos changed my life, but I'm not going to talk about this. It's, he said that you only need to do two things in life. One first thing is to figure out what you want and second thing is, second thing is to realize it. And the first okay. thing is much harder than the second one like figuring out what you want in life is much harder than realizing if you know I want to be a carpenter then you start doing it if you want to be a filmmaker just get a camera and start doing it realizing it it's you're easy you're saying it's easier it's yeah. a lot easier it's finding the, it's the searching and the finding that's the difficult part yeah just deciding like uh, if you say I want to be I want to make a show today I want to make a show every day and then you figure out then it's easy then you figure out alright where can I play and you yeah. figure out maybe I play on the street, maybe I play on the on the on the on the plaza on the corner, and you just make a show. But if yeah. you don't know what you want, it's really easy to stay at home and be negative and not be happy. It's That's like true. you know, people. Eighty percent of eighty-five percent of all of us are not happy with what we do. We do jobs that we don't like. And I was there. I was working a lot of jobs that I didn't like. I was cutting grass. I was cleaning things wiping tables, I was serving, I was washing dishes. You know, why don't we be one of those 50% that like what we do? And I don't want to be 50 years old and think, what if? My aunt, she's a really nice, nice person, 
really nice family member. She's 50 years old and she's still working a job she doesn't like. When we sit on the table, we talk together. She, she's one of the nicest person that I ever met, but she's miserable coming back from her job. Right. And I don't want to be that guy. And I see in her and in me, the only difference is that, you know, you just make the step and say, no, it's enough. Yeah. I'm going to do my thing and see what's going to happen. It's not like it's easy after that, but that is the hardest step. And then when the journey starts, there's going to be a lot of struggle, but at least that first step where it's just saying no more, let's do this, that's the hardest step. And it's really interesting because when you start following what you like, if it's music or whatever, whatever you like, you get so much, uh, so, like you, your braveness builds up so quickly because you do what you like to do and you start like you, your confidence yeah, skyrockets. You say, I know what I'm doing. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing what I want to do. I'm, I'm searching for it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's my fault yeah. if it goes wrong. And it's my fault if it goes right. All right. Long answer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was the answer at all. No, no. It was what good. was the question? The question was... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> When you can do it for 10 hours a day, every day, for five weeks, and not get unhappy, then you know you can do it for the rest of your life. Yeah, that same topic. Is there something that drives you every day to, to keep going? Or is it just the pure love of doing it every day that drives you? I have a few driving forces. Like, I can say, when I start pushing more into this direction, some of my driving forces was some inspiration I got from other people. For example, I remember listening to audiobook of Henry Rollins, which is a singer of Black Flag, and he's one of my more inspiring people. He, his book, Get Into The Van, Get In The Van, tells the story of someone who was working in an ice cream store and left his job and was living really roughly for three, four years, sleeping on people's floors, making no money and touring. Mm. And became and I was listening to this and uh, motivated me. And later I found Casey Neistat and other people. In the beginning, I was getting a lot of motivation from people like this, and I was like, "Fuck, they are doing it, so I can do it also." But later, now I, I learn how to create my own motivation. One of the things is what you said. I have a few goals. I, I learned how to use goals, like bigger goals, to uh, push me every day, like to make my year goals, to have like my four major goals for this year to write them on paper and put them on the wall mm. and seeing them every day um, makes me guilty of not going yeah. and pushing. Right. And also it motivates me to, you know, how in the morning you feel like everything's possible. In right. the morning you have so much yeah. energy, like I can do everything. And at the end of the night, in the end of the day, you're almost, you know, you're tired. You don't want to do it, but you keep doing it because you promised. Right. So I want to say when goals is so huge, to have a few big goals, it's huge. To write them down, to say I will. You know, I I told to, to commit right there. Yeah, to commit. I told to too many people that I'm gonna do those things that I promised myself I'm gonna do, and I cannot just not do it. Yeah, setting those big four goals. This is one of the biggest thing. And another thing is uh, working something that you hate. Again, I I did a few jobs that I hated, and I was not good at those jobs. I get fired a few times. I don't like people telling me what to do. I don't like working a job that someone is yelling at me and treating me bad. I want to be in control of my own destiny. Mm. I want to 
I want to have my life in my own hands. Right. And uh, being afraid of uh, going, like, for example, like last night. For the viewers, I'm a, a full-time musician at the moment. Uh, majority of my income comes to, from street music. I'm playing on the street in Berlin a lot. Last night I was recording all day, last day, and I didn't want to go and play at all. I was not feeling it, but I had like, Dean, you promised you would do that. And it's Sunday in a big city in the summer. So I was thinking to myself, now I don't want, I kind of don't want to go. But in the winter, when it's minus 10, I really will not want to go. And better go right now. If I can, I should go. Mm -hmm. I should go. I should do it. So this is my two motivations. The big goals and the fear of going back to the shitty jobs that right. I worked right. before. Anyway. You have that momentum. You have that drive. You've, you've set your goals. The, I think the biggest thing a lot of people get caught up with when they have, to start, start, when they have that momentum is mm -hmm. thoughts creep in, doubt. They compare themselves. People's opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do to just keep going and not worry about what other people think of you and other people's opinions you know, of your decisions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I personally had a few uh, huge problems with that when I was 20, 21, 22, when I first was like, when, when I kind of, I was almost making the step into going full-time with music, or deciding at least, but I was kind of creeping up. I was not ready to step. And in this moment of my life, I had a few big moments that I had a fight with my best friends and uh, a lot of people doubting me, especially a person that I grew up with. He, he told me that uh, the thing that I'm doing, it's a dream that's not going to happen. It was, it, all of this hurt me. And I was like, all those people are telling those things. But I want to do that. I love that. And I was like, fuck all of these people. Like... Those people are telling these things because they're not doing it themselves. And, and um, what changed a lot was I kind of, I, because when you're 20-something, or older also, or younger also, but when you're 20-something, it's really difficult for you, for me, to decide which people to keep in my life and which not. So what I did was I, I said, I love what I do, fuck everyone. So I just like put a blanket on my, my dream and like said, I, t I don't know who to keep in my life, who not to keep, and I just take everyone out. And just like stop answering my phone and everything. So doing that, I realized that I don't care about other people's opinion. And like, if your opinion is nice, great. If you're not nice, go out of my life. Right. And also, I said a few minutes before, uh, when I first decided to do music, my father <laughs> was doubting me so much, he stopped giving me money or you know talking to me and uh, after two years of this i started getting a little bit of success with music which means i get a scholarship to study in germany drums and uh, i get this job last year where i was playing on a ship and everything so i was starting to get something out of it you know you push with the stick you push for too long and you also look around what's happening you know you listen what's coming on the outside on the on the other end and and if you keep doing it enough something's gonna pop up those people that were doubting me, some of them saw that something is popping up and they start, you know, believing in me. And right. some of them, you know, are losers anyway. So I just realized I don't care about what they say. I don't care because I do it for me. Because that's a really hard thing to do, to block other people out, especially if they're friends or, or your father or your mother or, or siblings. 
I think that might be the only way, right? Because you need to block out all the negative opinions that are going to hold you back. Do you think you need to block them out completely? How did you overcome kind of... You just start believing in you. Like you just believe in you because you are the person who are going to do that. Like, you know, when I came to Berlin and uh, when I did a few other things on my own in my life, started with this going to America, you know, I was the, the person who, were, who was there on the airport without knowing where the fuck I am, mm. what is this country, I didn't speak English very well. It was only me there, there was no one else. All those people are talking shit about me, they were not there. So I was dealing with all this craziness. And by overcoming those things, I, I, I figured out I can do it. I can do it. And you know, you just start believing in yourself and just like get the tunnel vision. You have to go in the end. The tunnel vision. Yeah. And like follow this thing. And uh, also surround yourself with positive people. That's huge. Like the moments of my life that I didn't, I didn't have my friends with me. I didn't have a friend that I can trust. Right next to me, you know, you become best friends with people in, you know, in YouTube yeah. or in the books that you read or the videos that you watch, you found someone that is inspiring you, like, you know, you can find my friend Charles yeah. Klein on YouTube, watch his videos and, you know, yeah. and, you know, when you don't have someone around you, maybe you don't have a parent, you don't have a best friend who can support you, fuck those people, get them out of your life, don't listen to them anymore, find someone that supports and pushes positivity, follow those people, watch Charles Klein, watch Casey Neistat, find a few people that push positivity, listen to them every day. This was me. I was listening to those vlogs on my headphones mm. every day. The just positive momentum being filled into your, your daily routines will eventually bleed into your life and, the, and your actions. Yeah, that you yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you say is the, the toughest part about following your dreams uh, to decide that you want do it everything else is easy so just that beginning part of figuring that out the the hardest part i'm gonna say it a bit differently but the hardest part is i'm leaving you know to say i'm leaving you know fuck this I'm, I'm going you know this is the hardest part that you can do to just stand out and leave the conversation and say i'm done with this i'm gonna do my thing that's the hardest that you can do. Everything else is coming in place. Right. When you decide you want to be what you want to be, everything else is going to come in place. You just need to decide. Decide. People, please decide what you want to do. Or don't decide. It's up to you. But uh, the, the life is a lot more interesting when you do something that you love to do. Mm. That's the hardest. That everything else is easy. And I want to say also another thing about easy and hard. Because this is something that I was struggling like what is easy and what is hard what is easy easy is something that i can do but easy is also something that i cannot do so it's easy to follow your dream but it's also easy not to it's easy to pick up a camera and make a video but it's also easy not to do mm -hmm. it's easy to call someone that you like for a date or a coffee, but it's easy also not to do. So it's everything is easy. Just which way you look at it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's all yeah. easy. It's a cool way to put it. I've never heard of that two-way split of easy being on both sides of every question. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to go and run in the morning, but it's also easy not to. That's why most people don't, because it's easy not to. Mm. But it's also easy to do it. Just to make that choice, go do it. 
speaking about kind of mornings and runnings, what's your morning routine? Yeah, man, I'm really struggling with the morning routines lately because I love my mornings. I really, mornings is my favorite play time of the day, but with the music stuff, you, you know, you work late hours. Sometimes you go home at four. Yeah. And sometimes I'm struggling, but my perfect morning will be waking up as early as I can, which means perfectly before the sun. Wake up, you fix your bed, go to the toilet, whatever, drink one small bottle of water. I go for a run, I come back home and I write in my journal. I really like writing in journal. I think putting your thoughts on paper, it's such a huge thing because it's commitment. It's like the, the whole mechanical part of putting what you want on a paper. It makes you go mm -hmm. because you say, today I want to be happy or today I want to be productive, today I will do that, then you kind of promised. And so I like to do this first thing in the morning, run, because when you run, or some physical activity, maybe stretching a little bit, maybe right. whatever, a few push-ups, whatever you can, whatever you want, something physical to get your body up, brain up, um, water, of course, hydration, and writing down what you want, deciding how your day is going to be. Like, you know, if you wake, wake up at 11 and you're just like, what am I going to do today? Let's watch YouTube for three hours. It's really difficult to be productive this way. Mm. If you don't know what you want, it's really hard to achieve something. Usually I start doing some uh, music-related things, like perfectly, it will be a lot better if you plan your day before, like last night, before the day, like right. last night I planned what I'm going to do today, like well, roughly you, by you, hours. Before you go to bed? Yes, you, yes, you, yes. You would yes. plan the next I, day? I play Interesting, it. okay. Yes, and I also have a whiteboard. Okay, my three main tools for planning are my journal. I keep a journal for the last six years, a calendar. I make my calendars with boxes. I okay. usually have three months in the head. You know, now it's August, so August, September, October, uh, all written down. So a calendar, my journal, as and a whiteboard that I can write and right. Uh, so I can see my days like this written down, and I can also write things. And um, I, I write on my whiteboard today I will blah 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 blah, and then I check them up. You know, or write on my hand today. Right. Usually sleep around five hours, four or five hours. Four or five hours. Yeah. Yeah. If you do what you like, it's easier. Right. Because uh, if you have someone telling you what to do all day, you you use energy to block it and to be positive about it. If you do what you like, it's easy. Also, the energy I, flows just more freely yeah, because you yeah. enjoy what you do. Sometimes it's difficult. I, I used to meditate for five minutes every morning, but uh, it's difficult to keep it. Uh, it's I'm going to continue doing it. I'm going to start doing it again. You noticed the value Hugely. in five-minute meditation. Yeah. yeah. Because when you're stressed out, you just like switch off for five minutes and it's like you slept for one hour there's so many bullets with uh information all day it's just an information overload yeah, world yeah, yeah. the energy flows freely when you're when we're doing things we want to do what are some ways that you overcome the, the struggle just be like get back on track have some kind of structure that's the easy easy answer quick answer have some kind of structure for your day decide in the beginning how you want your day to be you know you know if you, if you talk to someone who builds cars, for example, someone who builds, you know, um, uh, ships, shipbuilder, for example, okay. or designer of building. If you want to build a house and you just show up with like no plan, you're just like, what am I doing? I'm just like trying things out. Nothing's going to work out or it's going to work out in a really weird way. You need to have an idea before, like building a day. It's a lot like building a house. 
you start up with an idea, you know, you're gonna decide you're gonna make a house, right? So you sketch up, you know, you're gonna make foundation, blah, 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 and you start following up, following up, following up, de dealing with the problems. Having a good day, productive day, it's like that, again, in the morning, I, I figure out I'm gonna do this, 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 this today, so I, I imagine I'm gonna need two hours for this, one hour for this, blah, 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 and I just follow them up, follow them up, follow them up. Right. If we use the house analogy, let's say like it rains one day. Yeah. How am I going to build in this rain? If you're like doubtful one day or like something like comes in yeah. and there's a struggle, like how do you overcome that struggle? If an emotion comes in, doubt. Yeah. Do you just let that bounce off and keep to the structure of the day that I you push built it, for yourself? I push it. Just push it out. I push. I, I, I so usually... It's almost a practice of just pushing the negative emotion. I mean, I, I push through it. I... I when, for example, it's difficult, it's cold outside, or blah, 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 whatever, and I go to play. If it's hard, it actually motivates me because I'm, I'm, I think, okay, all of you, like thinking, all of you want me to fail right now, so, but I'm going to do it anyways. Mm. And, uh, you know, I think like now many, other, a lot of other people are talk shit about what I'm doing. If they're here, they're going to go home. They're not going to go out. Right. And like, there's always two ways to do Reversing it. Reversing you know? that that almost yeah. negativity and struggle to, to energy. Uh, let me tell you a, a quick uh, thing that is fun. Like, all right, imagine that you're, uh, you are a sales, salesperson. You sell, you sell outside and there's a rainy day. There's two ways to think it. First way is, oh shit, it's a rainy day. How can I make sales outside? How can they expect me to make sales in the rain? Then, the, then, the sec, then there's the second salesman. And he thinks, oh, it's rainy outside. Everyone's going to be at home, hmm. especially the other salesman. The, so, the bright side and everything. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go and push it and I'm going to be the one that is working it. Right. I'm going to work in the, in the rain. To have the practice of always looking at the bright side and things. It's, it's You're competing with a lot of other people that want the same thing that you want. Most of them will not push through the, through the rain. And you can be the one who is pushing through the hmm. rain. That's why Tiger Woods was the best golfer. Yeah. He practiced in the rain. Shit. People that are watching this, young 20-year-olds, even people in high school, what would you say to them if they're searching for something, they're searching for their dream, their life's work, what advice would you have for them to, to find that? Try as many things as possible. The best advice will be the, advi the advice I was following. Just go and try things. Go out of your city. Go out of your... Your comfort zone, your friends group. I grew up with my best friends. We were like eight people doing everything together for four years. Every trip, everything. Try by yourself. Meet other people. If you live in a small city, make a trip. Uh, uh, apply for, uh, apply for uh, enrollment in different university, like exchange program, whatever. Work abroad. Mm. You know, try something different. Try something new if you want, because mm. you're going to find what you love. Yeah, you mentioned putting yourself in there. Uncomfortable situation. Yeah, uncomfortable situation. Because, like, for example, I'll tell you something. When I was working in America, my first job, when I was cutting grass and I was hating my job, the thing that I loved the most came into my mind, which at the moment was a girl that I really liked and playing music. I just, I was thinking about those two things every day. You set four big goals a year. Do you look out five years? Yes. Or is that too far for you? So you, you, uh, kind of, I looked. you look out five years I looked and set those goals? You look 10 years. Okay. Yeah. What would you like to accomplish in that time? I'll tell you. You know, 
last year I started thinking about my goals in my life and I, I started with a piece of paper. I started writing things I want. Like for example, I want to play a show every day, almost every day. I want to make this kind of money. I want to buy a house for you know my mother, whatever. I want to buy an airplane, you know, stuff I want. Okay. I want to learn this. I want to, you know, and I start, I made 50 things. And it's a really hard exercise because we as a, as people, we don't know how to want things. We, we don't know how to dream big and long. And then I, I put those things into four categories, those 50 things. So I take 50 things I want for my life, skills, belongings, you know, thing, experiences, and I put them in four categories. First category is things I can accomplish for one year, mm. things I can accomplish in three years, things I can accomplish for five years, and things I can accomplish in 10 years. And uh, this also helped me a lot to um, give me fuel for um, an uh, ambition for music. When you look at it like this, you imagine yourself 10 years from now. Right now I'm 25 years old and I sit and 35 years old Dean. I was like, wow, it's coming, you know, it's yeah. coming, you know, right. shit, it's coming. What I want to be in 35 years. And this really made me say enough. I'm going to go today, do my thing, because if I want to be there in 10 years, then I need to be here in five years. And to be here in five years, I need to be here in one year. Then right. I should be going. I see myself like right now, I'm playing 200 shows a year. I'm playing almost every night. And I'm doing this to get all the mechanical you know, workflow, to get the basic, to see how the things are working. In five years, I will have a, you know, I will, I will have a paraglider, of course, because I will get it this year. I'll have okay. a car. And in order to get... To those goals, every day counts, like you say. Every day counts. Keep to the structure of every day. Look big, and then from there, you figure out your way how to get there. Mm. Like how, like, I really like how my friend Charles Klein is doing his stuff because he has like a big goal and then designs a series. Right. Like, yeah, like you see the goal right there and you, you build up a ladder and you climb every day. Bam, 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 bam. You see it and you, like, if you know what you want, you will see the way to get there. It's just one step at a time. Then yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There. It's great to have you on this yeah. first episode. Thanks so much. Where can people find you online and find your music? On uh, If you just Google search Dean is home, which is one word, you will see my website, deanishome.net, which has handles for Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, you can listen to me on Spotify because I'm dropping a lot of albums this year. Check me on YouTube, check me on Instagram, write me a message. Yeah. If you're in Berlin, come w listen to me on the street, buy a CD, bring your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks for watching the first episode of One Life Happy. Please let us know what you think in the review and rating section of the podcast. And please remember to subscribe. We'll see you in the next episode.